Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. Before we begin today's episode, I want to let you know that there is a trigger warning as I will be talking about a sexual assault that happened to me. So if that is something that's going to trigger you, um, you might want to just skip this episode. So today I wanted to talk about an incident that happened when I was about 13 years old. I had a neighbor that lived across the hall and he would let me hang out at his place when things with my mom were getting a little bit too much. He was a super nice guy. He would sometimes take me to school before he went to work and he was always really helpful and welcoming whenever I had, didn't really have anywhere to go and my mom was being a bit much. He would let me hang out at his place, watch TV, eat snack foods. It was it was a nice reprieve from what I had faced what I had to face at home. And I appreciated his kindness. Well, one night things with my mom were really bad and she was being really belligerent and abusive and she kept yelling at me and I just couldn't get any sleep and I knew I had to get some sleep for school the next day. So I went across the hall to my neighbor's apartment and I crashed in his spare bedroom and while I was sleeping, his much older than I was son, who was about 10 years older than I was, came in and sexually assaulted me. And it took me a really, really long time to say those words. It took me a long time to to talk about it because I was stuck in the trauma that it created for so long. And once he had assaulted me and when he was done, he pretty much just pushed me out of bed and told me I needed to go. And I remember I stayed up pretty much all night anyway, just thinking about what had just happened. Like, did that just happen? I could, I was in shock. I just didn't even understand what had just happened to me. And that was really hard. It was, it was really hard for a long time. I, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody because I was ashamed. I was scared. I lived in that, that place of fear and in shock for long, long time, many years. In fact, I didn't start acknowledging what had happened until about, oh, I don't know, until 2010 or 11. So this incident really stuck with me for a long time. And I kind of blocked it out of my mind because every time I would think about it, it would just take me right back there. It would take me to that moment where I felt like a helpless little girl that didn't know what was really going on and she didn't feel safe and she didn't feel like this was okay, but yet she didn't know what to do. And every time that I would think about it, it would take me right there and I would feel sick to my stomach. After I started meeting with a counselor, And she worked with me a little bit about what had happened and 
taking back my control in the situation with not being stuck in the trauma, it really started to help me. And then a few years later after that, I started meeting with a different counselor who specialized in EMDR. And if you don't know what that is, and if you've ever had any traumatic experiences, I highly recommend you looking into this. And I started going through that process of going to counseling and working through EMDR for this exact incident, which helped me tremendously. It really helped me to to think of what had happened as a bad memory. It no longer stops me where I am. It no longer makes me go right back into that moment. I am able to think about it and it, it is terrible and I'm upset that it happened to me but when I think about it right now I don't get that flood of emotion of sadness and fear and unknowing of what to do or how to handle this situation I think of it now and I think of wow that was a really terrible thing that happened but it's just a memory now and that is one of the benefits of going through EMDR for traumatic events is it is able to help you to process it in a way that you can then look back on those as just bad memories instead of being locked into that trauma. Thing that I want to focus on though is not the actual incident of what happened. The thing I want to focus on is how it made me feel. And as I've gotten older and as I've had more distance between that time, I'm able to look back on it and think of things that I wish I could have told myself when I was a young little girl that was scared about what had just happened to her. And when I think back on that incident now, and I remember how scared I felt, and I felt so completely powerless, and I felt hopeless, and it put me in a depression, I kind of went off the rails after that incident because of what it did to me mentally. And I think about that sometimes and how sad I feel for that younger version of myself and how I wish that she would have been able to talk to someone and that she wouldn't have had to live stuck in that trauma for so many years. And I think about how I wish that I could have talked to her now. And what do you say to someone who's gone through something like that? Especially when it's your innocence is being taken and how damaging that is to a young girl to have to deal with and live with for so long. If I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would put my arms around her and I would say that was such a terrible thing that happened. And I would tell her that it definitely shouldn't have happened. You shouldn't have had to experience that. You shouldn't have had to lose your innocence in that manner. And it wasn't right what happened to you. I would let her know that even though in that moment she felt powerless, that she wasn't. And I know that is really hard to believe. But really, and even though for a couple years I did go off the rails with my behavior and actions and choices, it didn't make me powerless in the sense that eventually I was able to control myself in that situation. I was able to look at that incident and what happened and say, that wasn't right. And I need help for that. 
And so I went to counseling and I did the work that I needed to, to work through that traumatic experience. And that is where I take my power back. That is where I show how strong I am. And any time that we are in situations where others do things that are like that or similar, we can take our power back. And it might take some time. It might take a lot of time. It might take you needing to understand that you have it in you to work through what happened to you. That you have it in you to process the traumatic experience and take back your power. To be able to look on those incidences and say, this is not okay, but I don't want to be stuck in that trauma for the rest of my life. I don't want to give him any more of that power to every time I think about it, to feeling that, that fear and that pit in my stomach, knowing that what happened to me wasn't right. That's where I take my power back. And I would also tell her that it isn't hopeless, that this incident does not define her. And I would tell my younger self that she is an incredible and divine person and what happened to her wasn't right but she is able to still have hope for the future because this doesn't speak to who she is it speaks to who he is and I think it's important to understand that especially when we've had these kinds of situations happen or if you've ever been sexually assaulted to know that you don't have to be without hope Don't give them even more than what they already took from you. You need to understand how amazing you are and incredible you are and that these things don't define you as a person because even if it happens to you and it's just terrible, like I don't even have enough words to say about how awful it is, but you're not hopeless and it doesn't define who you are because you're still amazing inside. And I would also tell my younger self, to get help sooner how I wish now that I would have talked to somebody even if it was my school counselor or maybe if I did confide in my mom at that time if I could have been able to have some help processing what had happened to me sooner I think it would have helped me in my adult life sooner which would have been really nice but even if it has been some time and If you haven't confronted your traumatic experiences, I urge you to just try, to try and build up the courage to even try, you know, to have it in the back of your mind that you're going to do it soon because being stuck in that traumatic experience is a terrible place to be. And as I've gone through college and I've done a lot of research on this and trauma actually does do things like chemically to the brain and the makeup of the brain that keeps you locked in there. Once you're able to get help and start processing those traumatic experiences, it's able to unlock those things that are holding you back and you might be able to think more clearly. You might be able to remember things more easily. You might just have a better sense of yourself because you've unlocked your brain to be able to process these traumatic experiences. So if you've had any traumatic experiences, I seriously urge you to try and get the help that you need to work through them because it really can affect the way that you're living even if you don't recognize it your subconscious could be affected I would definitely tell my younger self to get help sooner I wish that I would have but I don't know if I was ready to face it until the time that I was so maybe even just thinking about getting help sooner would have helped me to actually do that 
And I definitely think that if you could tell my younger self that it will eventually not affect her as much, that it won't always be something that is in the back of her mind, like a dark corner that she feels like she can't face because it's too scary and it's too much. And I would tell her that that's okay. I would tell her that even though it is scary to face those things, and even though it does feel like it's too much, that there are people who want to be there for her, who want to support her when she is facing those dark corners of trauma in her mind, but that she has support and she has people that love her and that will constantly reassure her of their love for her and she doesn't have to do it alone. And I hope that if you are struggling with anything traumatic, that you will find the courage to face it, to get the support that you need and find those who love you that can show you and tell you how much they love you. So that way you can get healing and that you can get the help that you need at this time. And those are things that I wish I could tell my younger self. And I hope you have an amazing day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.